To the funniest people I know. Yeah. My name is Will Amato, coming to you live. We're not live. I always forget <laughs> that. From our Atlanta studio with the funniest folks I know to do some original sketch comedy that they've written this week. These are rough drafts. These are unedited. And after they do it, we're all going to probably make fun of them. I'm here in the studio with... I'm George, and I've had a drink thrown in my face on four separate occasions. <laughs> I'm Dewey, and the first line I ever spoke as a performer was piled peaches and cream about. <laughs> my name's TJ, and my apartment's such a mess right now. <laughs> my name is Lily, and I do not like the movie Saturday Night Fever. Ooh. I'm with you on that. You're so controversial, yeah, Lily. I, I know. Well, you know I, not, not Saturday Night Live. I thought you were about to say I mean, not, not Saturday Night. Yeah, not Saturday Night Live. I'm not a fan of Tron Travolta. Saturday Night, Saturday Night, Travolta. Saturday Night Fever. Okay, I didn't know. You're like 12. That's the big <laughs> That's the big reveal, Will, because I think I first watched it with you oh. because you liked it so much. You know, uh, I hated, Lily, I don't think this is going to work. Things just got real. The gays are gasping. Tea. I'm so glad and, I have some. And my name is Will Amato, and I still collect Disney pins. Ooh. Mm. Oh, oh, it's definitely not going to work. <laughs> Another gay gasp. Ah. Oh, man. All right. So uh, we're going to start this week off. We've asked TJ to make a list. Now, mm-hmm. we don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just made a list of something. So, TJ, let's hear your list. Okay, Will. So I made a list of things that make me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought Perfect. this would be good for everyone to know. It's like one of the you know most important things oh, about God. me. Okay. So first is heights, then snakes and spiders. Good and stuff. so you know when you're on an intersection and cars are making a left turn and the other cars on the other side are making a left turn. So when they both make a left turn... <laughs> It makes me nervous. Of <laughs> And when a car when it merges onto the interstate, it also makes me nervous as well. Um, sunburn, you know, because cancer. Uh, <laughs> not because of the burn. <laughs> no. Wet straw wrappers, that make me nervous. Wait, sorry, uh, wet nervous? straw wrapper? Wet straw wrappers, so gross. Why? Uh, oh, yeah. Because yeah. like you're like, was it in somebody's mouth? No, it's just on the table at the restaurant. Oh. And it's like, ooh. You would have been nervous today because I stopped at Burger King and I pulled my straw out mm. and the straw was not only wet, it was creamy and wet. Ew. Ew. Okay. So not big, but also giant crowds of people because we're like overpopulating. (laughs) So, you know, so the planet makes you nervous. I love that he said crowds, but it wasn't like, oh my God, somebody could shoot me or I'm a sitting duck. He he was like, I'm concerned for populating all the trash on the ground for a large event, turbulence on an airplane, human centipedes, uh, (laughs) the movie Nightmare Before Christmas. (laughs) Um, when people walk too close to the edge of a train platform, Sunday sunsets, phone calls from my dad because he never calls me. But you know, so when I see him calling, it might be an emergency or something. Oh, yeah, like I don't know. Bad yeah. news, right? I mean, I love talking to my dad, but he mostly texts. But when it's a phone call, it's like, ooh. Scantrons. Scantrons. <laughs> All right, thank you, TJ. Yeah. That's oh TJ's God. list, things that make him nervous. You could have just wrote everything <laughs> yeah. and made it real short. <laughs> That's true. No, but so, so many uh, things so make me nervous. Sorry, uh, this is strange. We're I mean, it's only our second episode, but uh, we've got the phone ringing right now. <gasps> I didn't know we had a phone. Oh, wow. Dun, dun, dun. We do. People can call into the studio while we record, and so let's see who's on the line. All right, uh, h- Hello? 
yeah, hey, I was calling to talk with TJ. I have a question for him. Yes, hello, this is TJ. Thanks for calling. Hi. Is that TJ? Yes, yes, this is him. Where are you yeah. calling from hey, right now? <laughs> I'm actually in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm such a huge oh, fan, wow. I can't believe I'm talking to you. Oh, thank you for calling. <laughs> thank you for calling. You've got a fan club, TJ. Yes, I love it. It's creepy. Um, join the Facebook club now. It's, uh, it's a little hard to hear. I can't tell if you're saying something. Oh, uh, can you hear me now? Test. One, two, three. Test. Kind of. One, two. Okay. Did we get your name, caller? I'm calling on my car phone, so it's a little, it's just a little bit hard, but I just had to ask a question. It's all good. All right, great. Tell us, what do you want to know? How can we help you today? Okay, so I recently had a date with a guy that I've been talking to for a while, met him on a dating app. I'd actually been talking to him for like a month or so. Conversation okay. was good. All that was went fine. Mm. We met, had a coffee, and he asked him, like, you know, basically explain to me, you know, how you got to Atlanta because he's not here from originally. So we went through the, his whole like life journey up until how he got here mm -hmm. and that basically took up the whole conversation okay <laughs> uh, telling me that wow anyway he gave me enough information that after i left there i was able to do a little research Ooh. and the first thing that popped up was an article about basically like the whole kind of like me too thing uh -oh. um like, he got fired from his very impressive job, oh. and there was all, all these articles about how he had to resign because of bad behavior in the workplace. Did you go so on a date with a man named Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah, that's what it seems like what was happening. Oh and my so, gosh. Like, anyway, before I figured all of that out, I sent him my cell phone number. Mm -hmm. We'd just been communicating through the dating app. And so I quickly erased it, but he might have gotten my phone number. And anyway, I'm just scared that he'll call me back, and I'll accidentally pick up, and then I won't know what to say. Um, well, first off, I would, um, you can't avoid it anymore because, you know, it'll always be, you know, there, you know it. Uh, so I, I would bring it up, uh, you know, if he does call and, like, ask him about it. I mean, just get his side the story uh and like hear him out uh you know i don't know i also want to say run like i i want i want him to like have his you know or you know maybe give him a side let him get his side the story but also i don't know it's kind of like a red flag as well but like a giant red flag <laughs> yeah um yeah. one uh yeah uh, yeah you should Move and change your identity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, TJ, in a short, succinct sentence, what is Not your possible. advice for Coley if this guy tries to get in touch? How should she handle this? What would I do if I was in this situation? Um, well, it sounds like you can get any guy you want ever. So, and there's tons of guys out there. You'll you'll find someone so quickly. I mean, so just ramble incoherently yeah. until he hangs up. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like move out, move up. That's yes. what you ought to do. Wow. Well, yeah, you'll find you. someone. Well, thank you for calling in with a question for TJ. We're so glad that you listened to the show. Yes, thank you so much. I love the show. I love you guys. You're awesome. Oh, oh you're awesome. awesome. I love you. Thank you yeah. for calling the funniest people I know. We'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Our first show was so successful, we've already got a sponsor, believe really? it or not. Wow. Yeah, so I'm going to turn it over That's now awesome. to the sponsor for the funniest people I know.
Tired of getting your spatulas stuck in your kitchen drawer? Tupperware's avalanching out of cramped cupboards? Cut down on the kitchen clutter with our new and improved product, a trash can. Just like a drawer or a cupboard, a trash can can store objects of all shapes and sizes with patented lid technology to keep the embarrassing <laughs> mess from view. Too many forks to fit in the drawer? Use the trash can. That greasy pan been sitting in the sink for five days soaking? Sounds like a job for the trash can. Can't remember which relative gave you that decorative butter dish? The trash can is here to help. <laughs> Throw it in the trash can and you'll never have to think about it again. Get yours today. Trash can products do not work when full. Dedicated partner or roommate to empty out trash can not included. <laughs> That's great. Coming I should get soon. two. <laughs> Coming soon to a store near you. <laughs> <laughs> and now we've got an in-studio interview with a very special guest. Uh, please introduce yourself. Hi, thanks. Well, uh, most of you um, call me a cockroach, uh, but technically I'm a palmetto bug. My full name is Paraplaneta Americana. So I know that you guys take wow. advice here. I just mm. heard that phone call that you had, mm. and uh, I was in the building, mm. so I squeezed under the door crack, because I don't know if you guys know this about me, but uh, I can flatten down to a width less than a quarter to get into your house. Oh, so that's why I'm here, and I figured I'd so come fun. in to yeah. just, um, I just want to, you're on the air, and I just want to say, could you stop calling me a pest? Mm. That, that's all. <laughs> Don't wow, be a pest. I, I, well, yeah, I'm, don't be a pest. I mean, how would you feel, George? Is it George? Yes. You're just living your life, looking for food and moisture. Sounds about right. Ew. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. You look word. like a food and moisture kind <laughs> oh, of guy. God, and someone goes, "Eek!" Jumps up on a piece of furniture, and then um, like they just make it home. their yes. And then they make it their life goal to squish you. And so I know you guys are on the air, and I just wanted to say to your listeners, mm -hmm. stop trying to squish me and calling me a pest. You sneak into houses. Do you help with any chores? I'm not chores sneaking or... in. They don't answer the door. Oh. I knock. What do you do around the house that's like unpest-like? Do you take out trash? Do you clean I, dishes? I, anything like that? I would do those things because mm -hmm. I do have eight appendages, but mm. um, the things you have around your house are very large, so I can't really pick them up. So I just kind of climb in them to get what I need. Is is a cockroach different than okay, a Okay, if you could stop using that word, that'd be great. It's racist. It's I'm so sorry. Yeah. My, my German cousins are I'm cockroaches, so but I'm a palmetto bug. Look, I have wings. I serve a purpose. I'm not just a pest. I'm, I'm a living, feeling creature, just like you. Well, thank you for stopping by today. I really... I'm oh, that's it. Me. You just yeah. kicked me out already. That's yeah. it. Well, I, well, I mean, well, there's hundreds of you lining up yeah. to speak on the radio. We, yeah. I travel with... Yeah, I don't know why members. you told everybody they can have uh, a turn. Is there a phrase we should use, um, like, other than the P word, pest? Like, uh, like, hey, our little buddy, or what's the more PC version of, like, there's something we don't necessarily want in our house, but we're not designating it as something bad? Mother-in-law. <laughs> oh, call me mother-in-law. Nice. <laughs> Which is also something most people don't want in their house, incidentally. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And squish when but, they uh, arrive. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I'll work on uh, adding that into my vocabulary. Well, you know, you. I think I if we're going to try and be more respectful to palmetto bugs, uh, Thank you. You know, perhaps you'll just be aware that when you guys scurry around in the dark, or suddenly we turn the lights on and it's... That's for my ASMR listeners. Imagine, I understand. I imagine what you're saying. But imagine you're going about... Let's say you're out at a club in downtown Atlanta and you're walking from the club. It's midnight. From the club to your car. And all of a sudden, daytime! I think you'd freak out too. Fair enough. That's true. The sun is more gradual. 
yes well, thank you for coming in. We're definitely going to take that into consideration. We hope you'll thank come you. by and visit us again. No, yes, we don't. Thank you. Remember? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's time now for the Writer's Graveyard. Now, the Writer's Graveyard is where we go and unearth a piece of writing that we started working on, we thought was genius, and then we kind of <laughs> stopped and put away. And last week, I read a piece, and this week, Will went and dug something up. What you got for us, Will? So this is a sketch called Jesus Wept. Oh, God. I really love uh, nice. uh, British comedy, and so it's like Monty Python style, the mm, villagers uh-huh. hearing a sermon uh, about the Lord. Of course. It's I mean, it, it's in the drawer for a reason. I've okay. tried to put this on stage several times. Every time I bring it into a room, people should are like, there, oh, it's a bit strange. Should there be like a sensitive listener disclaimer at the beginning of this for I mean, any reason? Does it have offensive I materials? think that should be at the beginning of every graveyard. <laughs> I, think, yes. I think we should warn actual British people that if you hate hearing horrible British accents... Stop oh, listening. Stop We're going to get complaints. Right. Yeah, <laughs> fast forward. Yeah, because it's mean, about to happen. This is a cold read. So, all right, here yeah. we go. So, all I'm right. going to read stage directions. I'm going to play one of the characters. Here we go. Uh, this is called Jesus wept. The villagers stand in aisles and are scattered in the audience. This is for theater. They ad-lib and chat noisily with each other and individual oh, audience really? members oh, about how they skipped church this morning. Their thoughts on religion, etc. Reverend Smith walks on stage. The characters are British, Monty Python-esque. Oye, oye, listen up, you despicable lot of outlaws and sinners. Since none of you bothered to show up for church this morning, I shall perform today's sermon right here in the village square. Pay attention. We begin with a verse from the book of John 11, dot, dot, 35. Jesus wept. Uh, What's the rest of it? That's it. Jesus wept. What for? Well, it doesn't say. The point is that Jesus wept and we should pay attention. That verse is unfinished. It is not unfinished. There's a period. So what? It's nonsense. It tells us nothing. We should rewrite it. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good idea. idea. Good. It could say, Jesus wept because he ran out of toilet paper. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's much Gentlemen, we can't go around rewriting Bible verses. Why not? Well, because God intended them to be written a certain way. Not that verse. It's not even a sentence. Technically, it is a sentence. He's right. Jesus is a subject and wept is the predicate (laughs) and also a verb. That doesn't change the fact that it contains no discernible lesson of any kind. What if it said Jesus wept due to the negativity involved in modern political discourse? I got one. Jesus wept when he considered the state of the crumbling Judean infrastructure. Oh, okay. I like that. I don't like it at all. Oh, I know. Jesus wept because he ran out of waffles. Gentlemen, there are no waffles in the time of Christ. Let us continue the sermon lest we be sent to Satan's scorching inferno. I have something to say. Madam, I'll ask you not to speak out of turn. Timothy 2 dot dot 12 <laughs> clearly states, do not permit a woman to assume authority over a man. She must be quiet. That's the stupidest verse I've ever heard. It's sexist. Yeah, my mother's a woman. So is mine. Mine too. Let's rewrite it. 
That's a great idea. What about women are great and should be afforded the same rights as men? I've got one. Women deserve equal pay for equal work. Oh, I know. Women are level-headed and therefore better suited for leadership. Gentlemen and ladies... We must follow the Bible exactly as written, lest the Prince of Darkness pop us into his pyre. Let us divert from the Holy Scripture for a moment and indulge in a crowd favorite. We shall now sing Ye Old Seasons of Love oh, God. from the musical what? Rent. I that song. We could rewrite it. What a great idea. Let's sing it about the Bible. Oh, for fudge's sakes. Seasons of Love begins to play on the piano. I'm going to sing the group numbers and Reverend will sing when he does. Here we go. 525,600 guidelines. 525,000 rules we can break. My turn. 525,000 sins Jesus died for. Attend services regularly to save your damned souls. But we'd rather sleep longer than wake up for church on Sunday. You'll miss out on songs and tales about Christ. The Bible's basically second-rate Greek mythology. We also serve donuts and coffee with cream. The music stops suddenly. White! Did you say coffee? Yes, every Sunday. And, and, and donuts? With jelly. <gasps> oh, I my God. Love well, donuts are really good. Oh, great, right, Jesus. Big piano chord. Let's go to church. Praise the Lord. Hot, crispy, cream. Fresh donuts every Sunday. Powdered or... Jelly and Discord. <laughs> Donuts for Christ. And that is the end. Oh, thank God. God. That went way better than I thought. Oh, I man. think that needs to be dug up from the graveyard. Oh. Resurrected. resurrected. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, that was why fun. resurrected? <laughs> no, no offense to the writer or anything, but uh, no, no, like what uh, what speaks to you in that piece that you think it should come back up to stage or film? Uh, that this is Will's show, and I want to do episode three. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bootlicker. Let me yeah. tell you, Dewey is definitely one of the funniest people I know. Ah, uh, Louie, you've been demoted now. It's like act of miracle. Oh boy. Where did that? I mean, it's just it's it's a car crash of of, of Monty Python. Yeah, it's like yeah. It's I what happened? I mean, gosh. Long story short, I loved the idea that so Jesus wept. That is a real Bible verse, right? And I always thought as I mean, I was, does. It's eleven dot dot thirty five. Wait, we have to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> what is that all about? Do you not know the word colon? <laughs> I couldn't think of it. Okay. Do they even say colon yes. when they say Bible? I actually I saw it. And I went, is that a colon or semicolon? I've got a split second. I better make a decision. Yeah, you wouldn't say it. Dot eleven thirty five. But you say the time. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you guys. Uh, I'm I don't so stupid. Read that you don't book. say the colon. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, in, yeah. in Christianity, right? You'd be like chapter eleven, verse thirty five. That's oh, how you would write that. Yeah, that's why. 
memorize Bible verses in school. I was going to say, you're probably <laughs> lucky. I mean, I ended up, I, I had to go to like Bible school and Methodist church. So anyways, it always struck me as weird that Jesus wept was a Bible verse because I was like, that seems unfinished. You know, mm. so Why? I thought, let's right, sing yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, you know, you try to heighten with each beat of a sketch. And I think at the time I was listening to a lot of Rent, maybe, mm. when um, I wrote that. Yes. And mm. I, thought, I think you heightened plenty. Like, we got to <laughs> many a height. Yes. <laughs> but then you ask yourself, in what world are... Were you heightened, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? All right, well, that's the writer's graveyard. Thank you all for uh, indulging me in that ridiculous sketch. Clearly, <laughs> that one's going to stay so, uh, in, the, in the old right, truck. Barry, we love Barry. it. I think we're understanding why it's called The Graveyard. I still don't know why that's never been on stage. (laughs) I'll explain later. (laughs) Don't push. It's now time for a recurring segment on The Funniest People I Know. Dewey's taking it away this time. It's time for Defend Your Likes. All right, Will. On January 27th of this year, you liked an article that touted the grand opening of a sonic (laughs) drive-thru restaurant (laughs) in your hometown. Defend, <laughs> defend your likes, sir. Uh, well, my first job ever was as a car hop at Sonic Drive-In. Yes. And Does I, that mean on skates? Rollerblades? So I had no, I had old school roller skates, yeah. black leather with red wheels. Yes. And believe it or not, yes. I made a fortune delivering people food because I got a ton of tips. Yes. So I don't know, maybe when I liked that, I was feeling kind of nostalgic. And I'm like, oh, maybe some little kid growing up in eastern Pennsylvania yes. can have a first job and make some money. Uh, <laughs> you have had every job. I was going to say the same thing. It's like employment bingo. Isn't that what you call it? Yeah, you, you, I think, said that first that my uh, life, well, when you're an artist, I think you end up doing a lot of things just to make money. And you said to me once, you said, yeah, your life is like a bingo card of weird jobs. Cover every square. Yeah, but what I love about you is every job that you do, you do it like it's Broadway. And uh, I love that about you. Oops. <laughs> Thank you. Did you have pants or shorts on when you delivered the? I'm just, oh, always shorts. Were, were they short? Yeah, I was. I okay, it's just how I imagine it right now. Okay. <laughs> but you just like skating around. You do a turn. Was, I don't know. Real, it was real Heather Graham. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, TJ. Oh God. On December sixteenth, two thousand fourteen. Oh my. Do you remember that day? No. Do you remember that day? Oh, you will now. Oh God. You liked a YouTube video featuring early '90s elementary school kids singing songs while seated at their classroom desk. <laughs> What? The video, the what? video, you liked this video. Oh, I watched a little bit of it. Okay. There's these kids from the 90s. Uh-huh. They don't get up from their desks. Yeah. Their, ki- their, their <gasps> teacher, yes. it's called Kid Song. Yes. I'd oh, like, my God. I'd like to yes. teach the world to sing. Yes. Okay. Defend your likes. So um, in preschool, this was the movie that the teacher would play all over and over and over, like every day. And I just, I loved it because it's like full of songs and kids singing like, and they're in like every, like they're in a different country. Country when they sing the song of the country when it's like not really like the country's song but you know it's like oh like Lizzie Bass it's kind of like a little racist but anyway but it's all good like it's great you know in Italy they're singing that song that's like yeah and that we like the pizza yeah well they're like we're making spaghetti and there's a guy just as a globe anyway it's so trippy if you were to see it today but it was just like, why do you like it? Uh, because why do you like it? they were happy and they're like seen and like you know, 
oh my god, it was like full of culture, and <laughs> I don't, I don't oh, know. It was like hi, bro. I don't know, but it's so great. You, you have to YouTube it, uh, kids. Songs. Oh, I did. Um, what's it? What's the video? What's the? It's uh, called Kid Songs. Kids. I'd like to teach the world, world to sing. Yeah. He's gonna watch this later. Yes, oh, yeah. I probably will. We encourage <laughs> you all to watch this later. Yes. So that's a good yeah. one. All right, what else you got? Uh, okay, do? George, on May 9th of. Uh, this year, you liked a wedding photo from 1992 of B. Arthur's character Dorothy and the rest yeah, of the cast yeah. of the Golden Girls all yes. dressed like bridesmaids. Yeah. It was a wedding photo, not a real one, but from the Golden Girls. Defend your life. Yeah, okay, so I totally defend this. That dress that B. Arthur wears in her wedding yeah. is the ugliest wedding dress in the history yeah. of America. Yeah. And I saw it and I had to share it and like it. It was amazing. I I love nothing more than how bad that dress is, and it just it, it looks like somebody took a, a toilet paper tube and wrapped it in fabric and, and put a dozen of them to make a collar. It's horrible. Um, so that is why I like that photo, because okay, I, I hate that dress. <laughs> I, d I, I accept all your defenses, and uh, just be a little more careful next time. <laughs> Thank you. That was Defend Your Likes. <laughs> Folks, to close out this episode, we've got a guided meditation once again. Take it away. Namaste, and welcome to Morning Meditation, where we once again can take a moment out of our busy lives for ourselves to find comfort and peace. You know, some mornings we wake up feeling tired and anxious. When we have so much going on in our lives, we want to skip our morning meditation. But really, those are the times when we need it the most. So I just want you guys to give yourself a warm hug for sticking with it this morning. <sighs> and now close your eyes and let your breath settle into the body. Imagine the rhythm of the waves on the shore and breathe in, hold and release. These waves are steady but rising, probably because global warming keeps the ice caps from freezing. Mm. And as climate change <laughs> threatens life on our fragile planet, the inevitable heat death of the universe makes our attempts at self-preservation laughable. <laughs> well, laughter meditation is a technique we are going to play with today. It's great at accessing joy, pleasure, and connection within you. So on your next deep breath in, you're going to exhale, and this is what you're going to do with it. <laughs> really, really blast it out. Good. Now, on your next in-breath, really let loose on the exhale with a deep belly laugh. <laughs> yes, yes, you've got it. It's a little funny, right? Let those giggles out. Really tap into the breath. Don't be afraid to laugh here. We might censor ourselves at work when our boss is enforcing unrealistic timelines for important projects while also threatening to cut hours or to, to reduce costs. Ultimately, resorting to verbal abuse and impotent displays of office furniture violence is a misguided motivation technique. <laughs> But motivation is what we'll bring our focus to as we round out today's meditation. I want you to think of a mantra, a short saying that you can come back to throughout the day, today when you need to pick me up. The mantra I'm working with today is, I am fulfilled, I am fearless. Now let your mantra sink in and keep it close to your heart. 
especially when daunted by the day before you where every decision seems to lead down to a path of failure and you're too scared of failure to even try, which is even more embarrassing because you should know better, but the crippling (laughs) doubt isolates you from those people you call friends. But, I mean, if Lisa was a real friend, she might have remembered her promise to meet up with you last night instead of sleezing it up with the hairy dude she met at the farmer's market and leaving you to wait like an idiot for two hours. (laughs) Uh, And that brings us to the end of our mindful concentration on the good and positive in our lives today. Go ahead and open your eyes and carry this relaxed feeling with you as you go forth into your day. I'm grateful that you spent the morning with me and look forward to sharing our practice together next week on Morning Meditation. Oh, wow. Uh, Lisa. You know Lisa too? She's terrible. Uh, right? Uh, right? Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode with the funniest people I know. Thank you for tuning in. My name's Will Amato. I'm George. I'm Dewey. TJ. And Lily. Have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time.